Welcome travelers. I'm Josh. And I'm Glenn, the new guy. You'll learn more about me later. And I'm Lee Wanika, and this is Tabletop Journeys, where we will be your humble guides along your way to RPG adventures. Welcome, everybody, to this very special side quest. This week, we are really excited to be introducing our first show advertiser, Dave Herrera. Dave, welcome to Tabletop Journeys. Thank you. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Long-time listener, big-time fan. Love it. Absolutely. (laughs) Well said. It's great to have you here. Yeah, absolutely. Why don't you give us a little bit of your background and why it is you're here today? Well, I am a children's performer. Oddly enough, through the advent of covid I uh, went from being a live musical children's performer to starting a, an online children's uh, show on YouTube for the various nonprofits that uh, were paying me to do children's performances at their venues. They were all like, well, we've got grant money and we need something online, but we don't know how. Do you? And I was like, actually, yes. I went to school for fun for it. And uh, I, I didn't think I was ever going to use my Uh, video production skills. I just thought it was really fun to do. And now I'm using them all the time. And it's kind of cool. Accidental fate, I guess. (laughs) Fabulous. No, that sounds awesome. What kind of shows are you producing on YouTube right now? It's children's programming and family programming. Um, It's a uh, live action slash puppet show. um, And there's uh, original family friendly music intertwined throughout the whole thing. It's a big part of it. All different types of music styles and the show itself really is for, again, like I said, it's it's geared towards families because there's so much programming online right now for kids. That's great and all, but as a parent myself, listening to these programming, it's not something I'd want to go sit down and watch with them. It's something I'd want to you know go do the dishes while they're watching it. And I wanted to make something that mom, dad, grandma, grandpa, legal guardian, et cetera, would want to sit down and enjoy it with them. Uh, bringing families back together. That's a big thing for me. So that's kind of the whole idea behind the show. It's really great, Dave. And one of the things that uh, I love about it is that you're now exposing young people to role-playing too, which is super cool because, I mean, kids are so imaginative. And if we don't teach them to stay dreamers, they kind of lose that ability. Mm -hmm. So you mentioned COVID. It's a little harder to get together with your friends, not quite as convenient. You know, how important do you think it is for kids out there to find a way to express that imagination and maybe get into an age appropriate game like Dungeons and Dragons with their friends, parental supervision, just to, you know, get that social contact back? Mm -hmm. It's invaluable, to be completely honest with you. Um, I, uh, I'm actually kind of, re- I'm relatively new to the whole Dungeons and Dragons world. A friend of mine got me, uh, introduced me into it. Um, honestly, maybe for, I've been doing it for about a year now, really. It's not, not that long. I immediately saw the benefits to not just kids, but anybody, especially now the benefits of the whole role-playing I have an acting background, acting and musician nice. and music background. And I initially avoided Dungeons and Dragons for a long time because I was afraid of all the numbers. 
I was afraid of all the dice and the rules. Um, I'd hear other people playing and, and you know, you'd, you know, uh, roll a D20 and it just, it scared me. I was like, okay, yeah. And it wasn't until I was introduced by a friend of mine. Uh, her husband is actually now my DM for the game that I play in monthly. She introduced me to the whole concept of what it actually was through a one shot of Critical Role, which I'm sure everyone who's listening knows what that is. And it was it, it just I, I, the professional voice actors mixed in with the amazing storytelling. And it was just it blew my mind. I'm like, so that's what it is. That's what people are. And, and I was just it was then a sucked right in. I was down the down the rabbit hole. I'm gone. Uh, yeah. So much you get so, the right group. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But so much so that I actually started playing. Um, I, I, I convinced her husband, I convinced him to uh, start a new campaign with me involved and actually my oldest son. Uh, we both joined in a, a brand new campaign right away and just fell in love. But we'd go over to their house and we'd be playing. And my three young daughters were there playing with their son and just kind of, you know, doing their thing, playing off to the side. More often than not, it got to the point where my daughters are like looking and listening and paying attention. And then we'd get home and they're like, why can't we play? And well, at this point, one of my daughters was four. So, you know, reading really wasn't up there. Numbers were, you know, on the beginning of it. So it was really difficult for her. So I kind of made up a little homebrew thing so they could start playing. And it focuses mostly on the role-playing aspect of it and the back and forth. And that's because I saw that, that, that just that, that kind of interaction is so cool that it's it's exploratory in a way that you don't get in normal social situations because you have to think outside of who you are so it gives you that different point of view even even though it's fabricated it's in your own head you have to look at things from a different point of view than you normally would so it really it gets those creative juices flowing and it works parts of their brains that they're just not used to doing it and uh yeah, I, I immediately saw the benefits of it just because I saw it with regular acting, doing growing up as as an actor as a kid in you know little productions and workshops and stuff. I saw it work there, and it's just it's it's that same it's that same mental buildup, and it's a confidence booster because performing or becoming someone else and having to be confident in that becoming of someone else it trickles backwards into the real you mm -hmm. and that confidence that you've developed for portraying this other character goes into yourself so it gives you the actor or the the, the, the real person more confidence completely accidentally yeah i was gonna say uh i don't think that's so much of an accident i think i might be speaking uh, for everybody here but i can certainly speak for myself and say that um my confidence has improved the more and the better I get at the role play because there are a number of situations, whether it be at work and you have to sometimes be the nice guy or at work and you have to sometimes be the, the hard one uh, or you're at work and you sometimes have to sound more knowledgeable on the phone than you might actually be to get to get the sale. Um, those are all things that you have confidence in if you've been doing them with the support of plastic math rocks for, for a little bit of time, you know, um, so I'm right with you. 
I did have a quick question I wanted to ask you. Not such a quick question. Maybe it's a little more involved. Take me through the development of that homebrew D&D game. Now, I have the luxury of having seen a preview of it. Love what you did with it. But I want you to kind of take the audience through that. Like, you and I talked about it a bit, but I would love to hear your your take on it for those within the sound of my voice, what you're trying to accomplish and what the plans are for that. So we can kind of look forward to seeing that in the future. Oh, definitely. Well, it, it was born of the fact that my four-year-old daughter at the time wanted to play Dungeons and Dragons. She wanted to do a role-playing game really badly, but she wasn't really up on her reading or her math at that point. I wanted to encourage that. So really what I did was I had just gotten involved in the role-playing world. This is like the first like month I've been doing it. Um, and I had just gotten into it. I was just kind of learning it myself. I was still in that, you know, introductory process. And so I started reverse engineering thinking, okay, how can I make this still the, all the stuff I love about role-playing games and just, you know, simplify it and make it a easy enough for my four-year-old to play, but also be entertaining enough for my 12 year old. He was, uh, almost 11 at that point to play. And he was playing that actual D and D campaign with me. Um, and something simple enough that I could GM and not completely mess it up. <laughs> there was a little bit of, you know, okay, I need to be able to do this for them, but I also, I need to be able to do this. So I just, I kind of, I, I took the bare bones of it and I brought, and I, I, it's now, you just have two dice now, a D6 and a D20. And the D20 is like, that's, that's the dice and kind of normal anyway, but like that's, that's the dice and almost all the decisions are made off of the D20. Um, I simplified the character sheets immensely with just preset, like you don't have to roll for stats. The modifiers are all preset for the job class and the job classes themselves. There's only three job classes, which can be expanded upon if you want as a GM, if your party can do that. So as your kids get older, those can be expanded and changed, but um, it's just down to a rogue, a mage and a fighter, and that's it. And then the attacks and uh, are all numerical. So if you succeed on the attack, you roll the D6 you and you add the appropriate modifier, but it allows them to make up whatever it is. There's, it's not like a list of attacks. One of the first, uh, a campaign, I, uh, I love this example, a campaign I started with on this with my sister's family, her, um, her daughter, my niece was playing a mage character and her favorite attack was, I made a giant cupcake appear over the bad guy and it falls on them and you're no roll damage. And so, it's it's so it really allows them to be That's completely awesome. and totally imaginative and it doesn't matter what they do the numbers make it so it all plays well and i i worked closely with um uh, my dm on this uh and a couple of other players who i'm familiar with who are also actually teachers to you know really kind of hone this in it's 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 almost there it's a fun game to play. it's called dragon eggs is this a pro this is a product you're getting ready for other people, right? To help encourage yeah, young kids to come play the game? I'm actually, uh, uh, Lee Winika mentioned our friend Murphy uh, before we started talking. We have a, a, a friend who um, actually introduced Lee Winika and I, and uh, she's 
working actually with Liwanika uh, in uh, some game development, uh, game development business. Um, and I'm sure you can expound upon that later, Lee. But um, I'm working with them on creating a, an edition that can actually go out, um, starting out with an educational edition so for, uh, for teachers in schools to mm -hmm. give them another way to not only um, interact in an educational manner with their kids, with the kids in their, um, and you know, working on skills like reading and math skills and social skills, which is a big thing. But uh, you know, just it just gives them another tool, especially in these crazy times right now, which we have no idea when it's going to end. Gives them just something else that they can do to keep the kids engaged and to get their brains working, a and also a just kind of a family edition that will eventually be able to you know be sold online and maybe even in some local game shops, which is you know the the, the dream, the goal. That yeah, sounds fantastic. Yeah, like we are all creative minds, you know, uh, and Dave, you and I have talked on and on and on and creative minds with music, with uh, role playing games, with education, with a little shout out to homeschoolers and homeschool pods and homeschool pod teachers. I think it would be an amazing thing for them as well. Education, especially when you get to the younger ages, requires a lot of breaks. And if you can find a way to have a break where the child feels they're having a break, but they're still being educated. That's what homeschoolers and homeschool teachers are always looking for. And um, if I had, uh, if we thought about it, we could have invited my wife to guest in this too. She's an early childhood education teacher and she'd be jumping right in about how children absolutely. learn through play. Yep. Yep. Mm -hmm. They my, absolutely my... do. And I think all of us have. You being very new to the hobby, it, it is amazing and wonderful that you're immediately seeing what this hobby can do. And, uh, and what it can bring for your kids and for you and the level of enjoyment and interactiveness and creativity. Speaking of creativity, in the episode of your show that I had my first guest spot with, <laughs> you did a little something towards the end that to this day remains one of my favorite things. Uh, you played a little song and I know Josh was in love with that song also. And uh, we were wondering if there was any way, by hook or by crook, we could convince you to perhaps sing us a little song, give us a little ditty about a little <laughs> laser sword. I would love to. I just so happen yes. to have a ukulele right here with me. It's like we didn't plan this at all. Not at all. <laughs> <laughs> I forget why I wrote this song, because it's, a, it's the song I actually had performed before the show started when I was still trying to figure out what I was gonna do for the show to um, make the, um, the, 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 the nonprofits that I was working for to give them something right away. I was just doing these little like short little um, clips in sitting in my recliner with a ukulele and doing stuff. And I was writing some new music for that. And the song came about, oh, I remember what it was. I had purchased a, um, I'd purchased a nice, lightsaber for a Halloween costume the the previous Halloween and um, I was trying to think of a song and it it lives it, it has a protective tube it lives in my room and I kicked something and it ended up falling over and I picked it up I'm like oh and I checked it made sure it was okay I turned it on was, oh yeah it's fine it wasn't designed to take an impact and I put it away and I sat back down I'm like oh and it just kind of developed from there that was so Darth Vader of you, by the way. <laughs> that Anakin, was my Anakin approves. I like it, yeah. But uh, yeah, so that's um, that's where that song came from. And uh, yeah, I'll just uh, do a quick version of it right here for you. 
Sometimes I have a dream. I'm flying through space. My friend by side, a mask on his face. We zoom through the stars at a ludicrous pace to save you and me and an alien race. I wish I had a laser sword and a spaceship to fly. I wish I had a laser sword so I could be that guy who saves the day in a cool way. The things that I would do if I had a laser sword in space, just me and you. Yes. <laughs> yes, yes. Absolutely. That was awesome. Thank you, Dave. My pleasure. Did you catch Will we get in trouble for copyrights? I did catch it that yes. time. I was like, was that yeah. in the original version? I yes, it is in the original version. Okay. I'm like, that was awesome. I love it. Yes, yes. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. man. I watched Spaceballs way too young. <laughs> I I would dare say I watch Spaceballs way too often, but is it possible is, to watch no Spaceballs way too young? No. I mean, I, you can speak. Uh, I should I should give a shout out to one of our early early fans of the show. No, one of our early fans when he first saw your show that I did the guest spot on, his comment to me was, was at the next game I ran was to break into that song while we were uh, at some point <laughs> while we were playing. So um, that song has legs. Like <laughs> nice. Like whatever medium you're going to be in keep going back to that well because that 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 <laughs> that's a signature piece you have right there clearly you need to knock more stuff over and write yeah. good songs all right dave this has been absolutely awesome can you give us a, a little bit how do we find you uh where can our listeners find you uh on the internet so they can interact with you and uh get to the rest of your great content i am on instagram if you go to instagram.com slash dave the entertainer all one word you can find previews and trailers of the shows there. Uh, a lot of those music videos are there as well. It's also, you can get a hold of me through the messenger there. Um, if you go to facebook.com slash Dave the Entertainer, same thing, nice and easy. The, the links to the full shows are there. Um, music videos, contact info, et cetera, is all there. And if you just want to follow me on YouTube, which I would really appreciate, just search Mr. Dave with an exclamation mark on the end. And you'll see a picture of my smiling face wearing a brown fedora, a pink bow tie and a blue shirt. That's my channel. And uh, as always folks, when you get to uh, Mr. Dave with the exclamation point, be sure to like, subscribe, uh, make sure you show some love. And uh, Dave, thank you very much for uh, coming onto the show, talking with the three of us guys. We really appreciate it. Um, we look forward to talking with you again and again especially as you get closer to releasing dragon eggs uh we would love to uh make sure like one said we want to help out where we can and uh we want to we want a piece of that game I've, we've got i've got young grandkids that uh need to be uh jumping into the hobby uh, earlier so we look forward to seeing uh you the rest of your puppet cast and hearing more songs, Laser Sword uh, notwithstanding, in the future. Thanks so much, Dave. Have a wonderful day. Thanks for joining us. Thanks, guys. Thank you for listening. This has been Tabletop Journeys. We would love to hear your feedback on our show today. You can join us at www.ttjourneys.com, where you can subscribe to the blog to leave comments and get all the updates that happen beyond the podcast. Also, you can follow us on Twitter at TTJourneys or send us an email at TTJourneys at gmail.com. Lastly, if you're listening to us on iTunes, Stitcher, or Google Podcasts, 
we'd love you to leave a review, like, and subscribe. All the feedback we receive goes to making the show better, and we want to hear what you would like us to cover going forward. Thank you again for listening. And in the words of a fellow traveler along our path, we bid you shade and sweet water.